Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's uh, Leanne. So, you know, it's up Leanne Um I don't know what she's talking about today because uh, I haven't heard it. Um, I'll be I'll be listening to it now. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably TV, maybe some movies, uh, some running, um, other things in that vein. I don't know. Let's find out together. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast up Leanti. Flashing light. I've not the speaker, microphone, whatever you call it. Okay. Are we ready? Hello, podcast people. Um, I am back with Up Liante, um, my podcast. This is podcast three, I believe, in the series. Um, it has been three weeks since I did the last podcast, so I'm a week late. And a dollar short. Um, the reason for that is um, we had technical difficulties last week for Cookie doing his podcast. We've had a nightmare baby that won't sleep when she's supposed to or won't go to sleep straight away anymore. Um, there was also a time issue so I'm a week late recording the next podcast but I'm here this evening. That does obviously mean I've had some extra time to do more running, um, more game playing, more film watching. I'm not sure how much more of any of those things I've actually done. Um, but we'll get into that now. So, first on my list, I've got my little list here. Uh, first on my list is my running. So, um, I went the day after. I last recorded the podcast, so I went on the Wednesday and managed to run for nine minutes. Um, that gave me an 11 and a half minute mile, um, which was pretty good. I can't remember where I left it at the last podcast. I'd maybe done six and a half minutes. Uh, I might have done more. I can't remember off the top of my head. So I managed to do nine minutes. Um, not sure what distance that covered me. Um, but that's by the by. Now, I didn't then run again for another week. So I'd gone on the Wednesday, and I didn't then run until the following Wednesday. Um, can't remember what reasons that was. Uh, probably time and fitting it in. Um, because I, I've said before, I prefer to go in the morning, so although I have opportunity to go in an evening once the baby is in bed, um, it's just not for me, unfortunately. Maybe it will come back at some point because I used to enjoy an evening run after work, um, especially when the nights are lighter, there's a bit of sunshine. Um, but at the moment, by the time baby's in bed, I've eaten, um, sat down. I'm having to work a little bit on an evening at the moment to try and fit some hours in. Um, so anyway, running on an evening is just not an option for me at the moment. So I didn't go for another week and I changed the route. When I did go, I felt like I needed to do a slightly longer distance just to try and push myself a little bit further and I managed to run a whole mile without stopping 
um, big achievement in the grand scheme and that was um, a 10 minute 10 second run so somehow I managed to knock over a minute off my time I suppose that's more running isn't it to cover that distance um, and managed to complete a mile without stopping at all I think going having a longer distance out there kind of pushed me to run that little bit more um, so I was really pleased with that um, I then went again on the Friday the Sunday the Tuesday and I last went on Saturday just gone so today is Tuesday so it's another four runs um, and I managed to the next run after the mile distance I upped it to 1.3 miles um, without stopping um, the one after that I just I went out intending just to cover the mile again I think I was hungry that day when I was setting off so I thought I'll just I'll just try and cover the mile um, I don't want to drop under the mile at this point um, so that was my plan um, and that's what I did as soon as I got to the mile I was like right I'm stopping from here um, it was slightly faster actually I've noted down oh no slightly slower 10 minutes 17 seconds uh, to cover the mile um, I was going to say something and what was I going to say I think oh, what I was going to explain is that if you look at something like Couch to 5k you're covering three runs in a in a week um, they're not all always the same but it's not pushing you to try and do more at the beginning um, and I'm not pushing myself to have to go out and do an increased distance every time I was at first when I was just trying to run for a little bit longer once I got to the mile I thought I need to try and embed this into my body um, so I just need to set out and do the mile for a couple of times before trying to increase it obviously that didn't happen the time straight after I'd completed the mile and I just went out there and wanted to push it a little bit further um, I have that mentality that if I'm out there and I'm close to my previous goal I might as well just push it a little bit harder and then know that I've done further um, so that I've improved on the last time but that also means that it never never really gets any easier um, I was talking to my friend Harriet the other day on message um, Harriet is should be known to the podcast people um, she's out there on the podcast um, saying that it doesn't seem to be getting easier and I think that's because I'm not giving my body opportunity to get used to that distance each time before trying to up on it um, so it's just it's my own competitive nature in myself to try and do better than I did last time uh, so I think I need to try and focus on that from this point forward rather than just pushing myself to do a longer distance I maybe need to repeat the same distance a couple of times um, I'm sure once I actually get to a couple of miles each time um, that is what I will set out to do um, yeah I need to otherwise it's not going to get any easier and I'm just going to keep struggling until the point that I can't actually go any further or oh, it seems unmanageable anyway um, so did the 1.3 mile and then I went back to a mile again run after that I managed to run just under 1.7 miles I've got here 1.68 miles um, I'd stopped recording my time for the mile um, it seems irrelevant at this point so I just recorded the time that I was actually running um, 
I must just add that these distances I've noted down here are after my two and a half minute walk so I don't include I know that I cover sort of 0.16 or 0.17 of a mile in my two and a half minutes walk. I then remove that from the distance that I'm commenting on. Uh, so I have actually run 1.68 miles. Um, and that took me 17 and a half minutes. So a little bit over the 10 minute mile, but not too worried about that at all. It's not about time at this stage. This is just about getting out there, increasing those distances and just came back into that rhythm of running again um, hoping that it'll start to come more naturally and a bit more flow um, and then that takes us up until Saturday when I went out again and I managed to do 1.9 miles again I hadn't I hadn't really set out with the intention of doing a further distance I wanted just to do more more than the mile, ideally more than a mile and a half. I tried to sort of round it to nearest half mile at the moment. Um, but while I was out there, um, I got to the mile and a half and I thought, I can just push this a little bit further, um, do the same as I did on the previous run. But then when I got to that point, and I was checking my phone all the way along at this point, sort of like seeing how far have I gone. Can I stop yet? Um, it's just that really having to push myself to keep putting one foot in front of the other just keep moving um so i'm there checking on my phone on runkeeper which is the app i use how far i've gone can i stop yet um so i i got to the 1.68 miles and i thought no uh i'm quite close to home i can just push this along this final stretch as uh, last straight bit of road before i turn um down towards the house I thought I'll just keep running it um, so that took me to 1.9 miles in 19 and a half minutes so again just a bit out on the on the time of the 10 minute mile but massively pleased um, proud to have got to 1.9 mile I suppose I should have maybe pushed it to two miles but it's not the point at the moment I I'll do that next time I go out I will endeavor to do two miles um, next run should be tomorrow um, I've put off running twice this week um, with good reason I think started doing Joe Wicks PE with Joe as of last Wednesday uh, so we did Wednesday Thursday Friday um, and then I've done Monday Tuesday this week uh, with the baby um, she's trying to join in she's copying sort of movements and getting involved so I realize it's probably quite beneficial for her development um, to see she so was doing exercise in the house um, lots of squats holding her taking her in tow so weighted squats um, but I've chosen to do PE with Joe yesterday and today instead of coming out for a run and instead I will run tomorrow as I will normally on a Wednesday um, that's my working day my one working day full working day in the week um, so I know that I have the option to get out early in the morning whilst the baby is having breakfast with Cookie and I can get my run done and out of the way and then start work for the day um, so I will run tomorrow PE with Joe, um, very good, uh, very entertaining good fun, exercise with a bit of humour it sort of keeps you going it's not too much, it's 30 minutes activity I think I said on the last podcast that I was going to endeavour to do PE with you um, so I may have fulfilled my own target there um, didn't think I would be able to 
manage it if I'm quite honest but it's um it's surprising how quickly your body adapts when you are doing something daily uh, so I'm finding it a little bit easier now a little bit more comfortable and sort of noticeable improvements already just when you commit to that so anybody that hasn't tried PE with Joe I thoroughly recommend it um, you certainly get a sweat on you don't need too much room you can well I have no idea what your living rooms look like um, I would say that you can do it in the confines of your living room um, maybe even take it out in the garden and get him on on your YouTube on your phone or something or a iPad um, but give it a go. Um, he, he plays a couple of games every day. He's been doing a quiz this week, a round the world quiz. And he asks 15 questions throughout the workout. Uh, something just to keep you occupied, take your mind off it. Um, he has a spot the difference on his shelving units behind him. He introduced a competition on Friday about designing a new P with Joe t-shirt. Um, Today he had a hand-painted picture, a seven-foot-tall picture. He had it up on his, sort of, uh, above his mantelpiece um, that somebody, two little boys, I think, young boys, had painted, drawn and painted for him. And it was, uh, every Friday he is in fancy dress. So he was dressed up as Spider-Man. So that is what the picture um, was painted off as Joe Wicks as Spider-Man. Uh, I just reminded myself then, whilst I was talking, that um, I've been... I had to switch, um, so I'd been doing my shorter distance runs without any audio, um, no earphones in or anything, I was just going out there and pushing. Um, I mentioned on my last podcast that I always prefer to listen to audio books when I run, um, so rather than listening to my own breathing and huffing and puffing, I thought uh, as I was starting to approach the mile I needed to get back on the audio books and just have that distraction there. I started listening to one, um, I can't remember what it was called, but sometimes I lie um, and this woman, uh, the book sort of starts and she states these three facts if you like, um, that she's in a coma, that her husband doesn't love her anymore and sometimes she lies. So immediately I thought, oh it's one of those statements a lie. Um, I started listening to it and it wasn't very engrossing, this poor woman is in a coma um, and then it flicks back in time for a couple of months I think it's probably in the lead up to why she ended up in a coma it's talking about a work life um, it jumps she's back in the coma there's nobody there with her and she's sort of trapped in her own body but conscious if you like uh, while she's talking um, it didn't draw me in it wasn't enough to distract me from the running as much as I would have liked so um, I think I listened to it on two of my runs and decided that that was no more for me. Um, so I've gone back to an old favourite book, which is um, My Friend Leonard by James Frey. Um, it's the second sort of in a series of books. Well, there's two of the books. Uh, it's the second one. The first one was called A Million Little Pieces. This is a book that I had recommended to me years, years and years ago from an old friend. Um, I read them both in paperback at the time. Uh, loved them um, and I've since listened to a million little pieces on audiobook whilst I was running. I think I was training for one of my longer distance events at that point um, and realised that I had in my library for Audible um, the second one. So my friend Leonard started on that um, 
good good couple of books um thoroughly recommend them i think there was a bit of controversy around when the books were released they were believed to be true sort of factual stories based on best case memory um given that the author or the uh focus point in the book is a gentleman with uh alcohol and drug addiction so um it was based on his best case memory of what happened at those points in time. I think a few years after the books were released it maybe came out that there was some fiction added to it. Um, or maybe it was at that point they stated that it was just his memory um, based on what he thinks he could remember and maybe just fleshed out a little bit with some maybe not so truthful um, but regardless of that if you just want a good book it is, they are good um, they are enjoyable so I'm currently listening to My Friend Leonard um, I'm only on a couple of first few chapters and not that far um, given that I'm only out running for 20 minutes at a time I'm not sure if I've listened to it only twice so far on my runs um, but yeah I if you're out there and you're running and you always listen to music I would recommend trying audiobooks um some of you might think it's a bit weird and you much prefer your music but if you if you've never tried it then i do suggest giving it a go um i always remember being in the gym and not when you could have a screen in front of you on the gym and not feeling like i could focus on reading subtitles and things so i always thought that wouldn't be the sort of thing but when it's just the sort of thing that would work sort of because you you think of it in a reading sense whereas if you just actually try it and there's somebody reading it out loud to you it's easy to get lost in the words of the book and sort of your imagination is picturing different things so it for me maybe for some of you um it'll take your mind off it more than music anyway i'll stop rambling on about running what is next on the list games so Last time we spoke I was just starting out on Zelda, I think I was maybe three or four bosses in. Um, as I said that was three weeks ago so since then I have finished the game, finished it about a week ago. Um, it got to a point in time where I was on the last boss and the last dungeon and I thought I probably didn't need to bother finishing the game. I knew I was at the end and I thought what difference is it going to make if I, if I finish that last boss um, <clears throat> um, but I, I realised that I needed to actually finish it to to state to the podcast people out there that I have finished the game um, it was the game was enjoyable overall I do like Zelda um, Zelda games and so I did enjoy it it was fairly easy and once you realised how to defeat each of the bosses they they didn't take much defeating it's usually sort of three or five attacks um in a particular format to finish each of them off um it wouldn't so the difficulty le level wasn't it, it was perfect for me i don't like games that are too hard i don't like it when you have to you're fighting at a boss for ages and ages and then you might suddenly die and then you've got to go back and spend an age trying to get to that same point and then find that you die again um, so this was this was my sort of difficulty level um, the the actual gameplay um, no I don't mean the gameplay the actual 
knowing where to move around and where to go next that was that was more tricky um, I wouldn't have been able to get through that game without a walkthrough to just guide me in the right directions and give me suggestions along the way I think I would have spent a lot of time just roaming around um, and it ended up being quite a large map so I, I wouldn't have enjoyed oh well, I didn't enjoy it which is why I turned to the walkthrough on a number of occasions just to point me in the right direction there was often a little owl he would come down and give you some guidance as to what your overall main objective was next um, but it wasn't always enough to help me along the way maybe that's just me um, I don't know but yeah I definitely wouldn't have been able to do that without the walkthrough to refer back to um, some of the bosses as well although they were straightforward to kill once you knew what to do I didn't always know how to kill them sometimes you don't have the right equipment on you and you should have done something else along the way sometimes it was just that um, I wasn't using the right piece of equipment the right tool to actually attack the boss uh, so I needed to refer to the walkthrough to give me that direction give me that clue bear with me I'm having a drink for those listening So that is Zelda done and dusted. Um, I woke up the windfish, uh, went inside the egg for the final boss, um, which required sort of six levels of defeat. I think there was six. Each time you would defeat him, essentially, and then he would spawn into a different version of himself, so then you'd have to defeat him again. And I think that happened six times. Um, but I got through it and got the end credits and then it goes back into the game so that you can continue um, some of the side quests. I think there's a sort of side quest where you have to collect shells from seashells from all around the Zelda world. Um, you can take those to a particular house and redeem them for I think there's various rewards along the way depending on how many you take in. Um, and I'm not sure what else you can do. Oh, there are, um, in lots of the little houses in the Zelda world, there are um, little plinths for statues to be displayed on. I assume there is some way to collect all of those. Um, I haven't actually looked into that. I think I managed to pick up one or two from um, one of the little in-game games if you like it was one of those old seaside um claws um that goes into the machine and you get it to pick up a soft toy and it pulls it out there was a game within the game um you have a claw and you get to control it forward and backwards along a conveyor belt and collect things um i think a couple of times i was in there then there was one of these little um statue things that goes on a plinth and then you have to go and take that to the right house um, there's lots of those it seems so I should maybe look into that actually um, I'm not the sort of person to go back to finish little side quests but um, it might be worth looking at um, so moving on from Zelda uh, Zelda gets a thumbs up anyway so if you're not sure you haven't bought it yet not sure whether you would like the uh, a new style Zelda in an old school sort of form format then I recommend it if you're a Zelda lover go out and buy it you will enjoy it um, 
whilst we're on the topic of Zelda and games, I am, I think I'm going to return back to playing Zelda Breath of the Wild. I got so far through that and I started to find it really difficult. Um, I think we mentioned this on the first podcast. It got to a point where I, my weapons weren't strong enough for the uh, bad guys out in the world that I needed to be defeating along the way and there wasn't enough there wasn't enough weapons, the weapons break sort of whilst you're fighting and didn't have enough to be able to keep progressing. Um, but having played Zelda um, Link's Awakening, I think I should probably revisit Breath of the Wild and just see if I can progress that any further. Um, some bosses, not bosses, some bad guys that have just sprung back to mind. They're sort of robotic and they've fired lasers. And they just take you out straight away. I seem to think there was a shield or something that repelled, sort of bounced back their beams. Um, that puts me off even putting it on, but I think, hold me to it, I will be revisiting, revisiting that game. Might not be before the next podcast because I'm currently playing Animal Crossing. That I put on, I'm not sure if it was three or four nights ago. Um, got that up and running, sort of loaded my character. Um, got out into the little Animal Crossing world. Um, slow progress so far. It's not It's not the sort of game that makes loads of progress, to be honest. You just go about your, your little life as your character, living on this new island. Um, you set up with a tent to start with, and you, are, you have access to a tool bench, if you like, where you can make do it yourself. Um, items that are required within the game. So you sort of make, for anyone that played the previous Animal Crossing, um, I think you were provided with a net and a fishing rod or you, you bought them along the way. Um, in this game you you gain access to blueprints and essentially have to collect raw materials to then be able to make your own net. You make your own fishing rod. Um, they start off, you're only making a a flimsy version so they break fairly quickly which I found quite annoying um, and then what I found playing um, the last time I played it is that you you can get blueprints to make more sturdier items um, and equipment um, so now I've got versions which I don't know if they do still break over a longer period of times but they are haven't broken so far while I've been using them um, so I've got a net a fishing rod uh, I've got a pole vault to be able to jump across rivers. I've got a shovel um, to be able to dig up fossils. Um, before I started the game, I had seen a couple of things around um, a money tree. Um, given that I gained early access to this, I will share this with you. It's not a spoiler. Um, you can go out and do the same. I believe the there are shiny spots on the island. If you go and dig at those points, um, you find a bag of money. Now you can re-plant uh, that bag of money, if you like, and it grows into a money tree, apparently, which once grown, you shake, potentially, um, and money falls out of it. I have done that, but what I'd seen was that, I'm sure it said you could plant up to £30,000 back in the hole, so that when the money tree grows, um, it's a 30,000 bells is the currency in the game. Uh, 30,000 bells bag that falls out of the tree. I'm not sure if it said that you get three of the bags. Um, 
I I wasn't able to generate that much cash at the point in time that the um, that I found the little shiny spot to dig up. So I think I put fifteen thousand back in there. My tree is currently growing. It is not fully grown, so I've not tested this theory as to how much money will fall out of it. Um, I can update on that once it happens. Uh, we will see. It will be a big help along the way because um, I just got to the point where I'd taken out a new loan within the game so that I could upgrade my tent to a house uh, so I know owe Tom Nook lots of money again uh, that I seem to remember from the original game that was that was the only real thing I was striving for in the game was to keep upgrading your house to a bigger and bigger house so you were always indebted to Tom Nook um, and then you were essentially trying to collect enough items to sell to repay that debt. Um, I gave up on that game at the point in time that I realised there was no, there were no bigger houses that I could buy, um, so I lost the sense of purpose of the game. Um, I hope this one doesn't follow that same format, um, although it may well. Um, so yeah, I've just at the stage I've got better, better weapons, um, and I'm trying to collect enough materials for um, a shop to be built on the island which will hopefully make things better, give you access to other um, equipment and things, I'm not sure. Well, we'll see where that goes. I'll keep you posted when I've played more. Um, is that it on games? No, Mario Kart. We've been playing Mario Kart over the last week or so. Uh, it was a lockdown purchase a bit of um, fun to be had so I've been playing Mario Kart I might give um, I've been playing that sort of multiplayer so far but I might try and progress that on the one play mode if I find that I've got time or I need a bit of um, a different game to alternate with Animal Crossing I do worry that Animal Crossing doesn't have the longevity or quite the draw that Zelda had um, in order to finish it. I don't know that the game necessarily has a finish so I might um, might need a bit of something else just to keep me entertained in between. We shall see. Having a drink again listeners. My throat sounds very dry and croaky and I, I realised when listening back to Cookie Code in it that I hate the sound of my own voice. Uh, so apologies to all you people out there. You may hate it too, in which case I recommend that you don't listen, but hey. Um, so that is it on games. Um, not much to say on Mario Kart. Lots more characters than the last time I played it. I had a copy on the Wii U. Um, not sure that it got that much gameplay, to be honest. It's one of those that you sort of take it and leave it. It's it's not really one for just sitting and playing. There is no story mode as such, um, so they don't always get a lot of gameplay. Um, but thoroughly enjoyable. Uh, lots of um, guest levels. Uh, there was an Animal Crossing level. Excuse. No, there it is. Excuse me. Um, so lots of uh, levels from other games from the Nintendo universe. Okay, let's move on to TV. So I've got a couple of things written on my list. So I finished Lock and Key. Very good series. Really enjoyed it. Um, End of the series leaves it open for another series, a bit of a, um, 
annoying ending when you realise what's happening um, and you think how have they done that but they actually went on to explain what had happened before it wrapped up the final episode um, so very good I enjoyed that if you like um, sorry I've, I've realised I keep looking off to the side and there is a moth flying around the room um, I hate moths I have a fear of moths and butterflies alike uh, my irrational fear about them is that they will land on my tongue or go up my nose and essentially dissolve and I will have eaten it. Um, I've never known that to happen, I don't know why it's my fear, but um, I think I have to say that I hate moths more than butterflies. Um, this one is a very small one so it's not, I'm not scared of it as such, but I just don't want it to come anywhere near me and it's getting closer and closer. Um, I have no idea what I was saying about Lock and Key. Um, looking forward to a second series on that. I think I was saying if you like fantasy, um, a bit of magical mystery sort of TV, then it's worth a go. Give it a give it a try. It's on Netflix. Um, I presume it's still there. It was uh, yesterday, I think, when I was last on Netflix. So I won't say much too much more about that. It's, I've almost forgotten how it all finished up and I, I know how it ended um, but I've got nothing to comment on other than get, get it watched. Um, something that I'd remembered at the back end of the last podcast, I was trying to remember a series that I'd finished um, that week prior to recording the last podcast and for the life of me I couldn't think of what it was. Um, it came back to me and so I wrote it down on my list. This is the list I've been building over the last three weeks. Every time I think of something I need to mention it goes on the list otherwise the podcast I would come and sit down here this evening and have nothing to say. Um, but the series was The Stranger. Um, I think it was on Netflix. Um, concept of uh, a female stranger um getting in touch with people to essentially air secrets um that they didn't know about um either to blackmail them or to get them to i don't know what seek revenge on the situation potentially um very sort of twisty and turny sort of program you're not really sure what's going on and what's happened a lot of the time there's just this stranger getting in contact with different people you don't know who, how these people all connect um, until towards the back end of the series um, very good show thoroughly enjoyed that as well um, so I would recommend if you're looking for something else to watch and you've not already worked your way through all of Netflix then that's another one to add to the list um, after I'd finished Lock and Key I needed to find something else to watch. I wanted something of similar sort of nature. Um, I'd heard a lot about Black Mirror. I think it's quite an old series. It's been going for a while. Uh, so I thought I'd give it a go. I didn't really know what I was signing myself up for. Um, I thought it was a bit of a dark show. Um, so I popped it on TV. I've had a couple of people recommend it to me saying you should watch it. Um, so I watched it and I watched the first episode and anybody that has already seen the series will know that the first episode is quite shocking. Um, what I didn't realise when I was putting them on, 
or putting the first episode on Cookie had to explain this to me, that they are all standalone episodes. There is not a, um, there is not one set of characters and it doesn't flow through a series. You're not following the story of your characters and investing time in those people as they progress. And I watched this first episode and then I struggled as to why I would then want to watch another episode. If I'm not investing my time in people that you get to know throughout the series, then what's the point? Um, so I struggled. I thought, I'll give it a chance. I'll watch another episode, which I did. And uh, I had to text my cousin, Amy, to inquire, because I knew she'd watched it and say, why Why do I need to carry on watching this? Sort of, what, what drive have I got there to watch another episode if I'm not... I'm not <laughs> going on a journey with these with characters that return and crop up each episode um and she just said that it's a show that makes you think each episode is um designed to make you think about a potential alternate reality a future state that's got technology that we potentially don't have or certainly didn't necessarily have when the show was filmed so I don't know how old series one is um, but there is technology I've only watched three episodes as well I should add technology being shown within those first three episodes that make you think of how things could be in the future and I think it does just um, it makes you consider what what could happen and how bad things could potentially be um, so I've got over the fact that I'm not I'm not seeing the same characters, we're not going to go on a journey, we're not on a story together throughout a series, that they all are all just standalone episodes. I'm not, I can't say at this point in time that I think it's fantastic and it's amazing, but it's easy to watch. Um, the episodes are sort of 40 to 50 minutes, so if you're looking for, you've just got a short amount of time to kill, then it's perfect to fit in an episode. So I'm on board with that now. Um, and I will keep watching them but I might need something else to watch at the same time so that I've got um, I've got a story that I can follow with set characters but I can also watch one of these episodes as and when I need to um, going back to the first episode of Black Mirror it's, it's a shocking concept um, of the Prime Minister being held to ransom um, a member of the royal family is being kidnapped and he is given an ultimatum essentially that he either has to have sex with a pig um, and stream it live to the UK or the world wherever um, by the TV or the member of the royal family that's been kidnapped is going to be killed. Um, so it's the sort of dilemma he goes through with being faced with such a decision. Um, it's quite, I guess the the nature of that ultimatum is quite shocking in itself. Um, and I guess it makes you think what what would somebody do in a real life situation being given that ultimatum. Um, if you don't go through with it then you are responsible for somebody's death. If you do go through with it how does anybody ever look at you the same again? Do they think that you're a hero because you saved this person's life? Or is your reputation tarred forever being in such a 
being in such a position as the Prime Minister or a member of royalty, um, people will know what you've done for the rest of time. Uh, very bizarre. Um, but, as I say, I can't recommend it to people. I'm not saying don't watch it. Um, it's just I've not got that far into it to think this is a really good series yet. So we will come back to that, as with everything. Uh, movies. So the movie that I have managed to make time to watch this week was... In fact, there's two, both on Netflix. One was called 47 Metres Under, something along those lines. It's basically a, um, a movie about um, a shark, <laughs> essentially. Um, a group of girls go scuba diving. Um, one of their parents is uncovering uh, a lost world that is buried underwater um, they go scuba diving down there and there is a very large shark living down there um, a shark that is used to living without daylight so is blind um, but presumably has heightened sense of smell um, or vibrations um, however sharks operate um, so it is a, a fight to the end with a giant shark there was it's it's not the best film you're ever going to see but it's the kind of film that I like um, I like films with big monsters or big creatures and I like silly horror films where you are battling something one of these creatures um, it got a little bit samey and repetitive quite early on they were being faced with situations where they're trying to get away from the shark um, which seem to keep repeating themselves but as the film progresses things do change a little bit um there are less characters on screen and the shark <laughs> the shark ultimately becomes cleverer if you like um it's not a film i'm going to recommend that anybody goes out and watch unless crappy horror films are your kind of thing um, it was just something that I'd added to my list and I thought I'm gonna sit and watch this it'll be easy watching um, so that is out there I'm sure it's called 47 meters under um, just some, some, some potentially got shark in the additional title anyway um, the other film that I've watched which was quite good and I would recommend people uh, see is the platform that is also on Netflix um, it was dubbed, unfortunately, but that sort of stuff doesn't bother me. Um, this is a film, a concept, sort of uh, an alternate sort of prison type situation. Um, the prison cells are each on a level. Um, you've got no scale of the building, such so it's just you've got a prisoner on a level. Um, these prisoners on this level, there is a hole in each platform, um, and they can see up. I think it said there was 15 feet between each level. They can see up and see that there is level after level after level above them, and they can also see down, and there is level after level below them, uh, each with two people on each floor. Um, there is a moving platform that travels between each floor, and stops for what appears to be just a couple of minutes um, whilst people eat this, the food that is provided on this moving platform. Um, 
I can't remember how many levels it alludes to there being in this film um, but as the film starts um, the new guy on this platform is asking this other guy that's been there longer sort of what floors he's been on and I think he maybe says that he's been on floor 130 or something um, and the, the premise of the film is that people on the first 50 levels obviously the platform comes out it's piled up with food people as it moves down are eating this food so as it gets to the lower and lower levels there is less and less food available for people to eat and it's kind of how the lengths people will go to to survive um, they spend 30 days on each they spend 30 days on a level and then at the end of those 30 days they are drugged and moved to a different level so someone might be on level 18 and they will get plentiful food um, for 30 days and then wake up on level 100 and find that they are in a survival situation because by the time the platform reaches their level the food has been completely decimated and there's just empty bowls um, so it is a survival type film um, it's quite dark and there are elements of gore within it um, it was a good film I enjoyed it I think I fell asleep towards the back end but I'm pretty sure I've seen it all um, it's worth watch if you're looking for something a little bit different uh, it's not the sort of film I've seen a storyline of before so yes dark horror film give it a, give it a whirl if that's your kind of thing um, I think that is it in terms of TV and mirror so just moving down and got a few little AOBs if you like um, week five of lockdown at the moment we just had the lockdown extended last Thursday for another three weeks um, I don't know how you're all finding it but things are getting harder um, we're going even longer now without seeing friends and family loved ones um, without that sense of normality kids aren't at school babies aren't in nursery um, not in the workplace struggling to do the work that I need to whilst looking after the baby um, struggling not seeing people and I know I think of people that are out there on their own um, my mum lives on her own for example although she's still able to go to work because she works for the NHS uh, so I know that she's getting that she's being able to see people in a working environment but there's also that risk element that she does work for the NHS so she's likely to come into or more likely to come into contact with somebody with the virus um, one of my aunties she lives on her own um, I've been doing some of her shopping for her whilst I've been going out to do our own shopping so I'll work on the basis that I'm going anyway so if people need things then happy to get those and drop them off if needed uh, save other people that aren't in a position to necessarily get out um, I've been keeping doing video calls um, with my mum and my dad so they can keep in touch with the baby um, keep that visual there but it is getting harder um, tried to do a video call with my friends or once a week um, missed last week but hopefully speaking to them tomorrow that's always sort of an uplifting point of the week so shout out there to Claire, Harriet, Skye and Zoe 
it'll be good to talk to you again tomorrow um we played i'm just seeing on my list there cards against humanity an online version i think it was last sunday easter sunday uh with a small group of friends um mike harriet sky myself and cookie it's our nfl football group um so we played cards against humanity online um we joined the website for the actual game uh, and opened up a call to be able to communicate at the same time. Um, very good, um, almost similar or very much like having an evening in playing the card game. Um, you have to move the cards around on the screen. Everybody can see the same screen apart from a section at the bottom that is private to the user. Uh, so that's where you put your answer cards essentially and then you you have to drag out your answer for each question into the central area that everybody can see um worked perfectly well um thoroughly enjoyed it actually i think we ended up being on there for a good hour and a half if not two hours um sky is in mauritius with her parents at the moment uh so there's a three hour time difference there so we were starting at 7.30 here but 10.30 for her so I think we ended up trying to wrap things up it was um, I think it was quarter past nine here so a bit later for Sky but at least it was a non-school night um, but yes thoroughly recommend that if people are find, trying to look for ways to keep connected with friends play virtual games uh, Cards Against Humanity google it and find out there's a couple of different sites that is on one the version we used was quite um, simple site i'm sure it's like play.io or something um there are other sites out there with all the expansion packs on there but it's a little bit more complicated in terms of how you have to set it up um so go do that people um already mentioned joe wicks on there um 3d pen i think i mentioned this very briefly at the end of my last podcast this is popped out a couple of times um, in the last few weeks. I've not used it massively. I've certainly not progressed to doing anything actually in 3D, but having said that, um, my mum had asked uh, about having rainbow, uh, rainbow coloured in so she could put it in a window. Um, and I thought, I can make her something out of 3D plastic. Um, I attempted that, and here is another model. I'm displaying this here and support the NHS with me. Um, the version I did for my mum, um, it was, I think it was only the second or third time I was using the 3D pen. So as I as I started to create the outline, which was the, the red bit, um, I did, I went all the way around the outside, a little bit at the bottom, all the way back around, and then I started doing my little crisscrosses. But as I was trying to join these two edges together, it hadn't set. So it was still hot. So as I was joining the crisscrosses, it was just melting. Um, so my mum, unfortunately, ended up with a very um, deformed-looking rainbow. It, all the sides shrunk in. Um, I continued. I, did, I completed it. Um, it was terrible. It's not the sort of thing that you would want to show your mum. But she was quite happy with it, um, <laughs> knowing that I'd attempted to make it. Um, on the basis that it went so horribly wrong, I was like, I need to try and do this again and make it better. So this was the outcome. Um, much much happier with this version. Not perfect by any means. Um, excuse me, sorry. Um, but I, I allowed the outer layers of the structure to dry uh, and set, which only takes 
not even 20 seconds probably um, before doing my crisscross pattern to fill in the colours um, which just helped it to hold its form um, I did that with each layer so as I finished up the red you have to tr change the filament um, to orange and then I would do another supporting layer around here let that dry before filling in the colour then change it to yellow and so on um, so 3D pens getting the thumbs up but need to progress to to making something proper in actual 3D rather than just flat structures such as this um, I actually made a little stand for it just um, using a clear filament so that uh, it can stand up so that sits on the shelf downstairs just to show our support for the NHS especially given that my mum works for the NHS and is out there every week uh, right um, final thing was another shout out given I've already given her a shout out to Harriet shout out to Haz for um, having started on the couch to 5k I think she's been at it a few weeks now um, last image she sent me was just a couple of days ago showing that she was on week 3 um, massive progress made there and coming from a similar place um, in the sort of where I'm at with running right now um, just very proud of her and the fact that she's committing to it I think she is committing to it a little more regularly than I am I'm a little bit all over the place when I get to go when I make myself go um, she's a bit more regimented and getting out there in her three times a week I don't know actually if she's managed to progress quicker through the weeks by going out more than just the three times but um just wanted to give her a shout out because she said she'd listen to the podcast and was then commencing couch to 5k so i just thought uh i'd say hi and well done keep up um we haven't got a competition going but i did suggest that she might get to the 5k before i do given that she's got a structure to get there um i will need to jump from my 1.9 miles to what is it 3.2 miles um, in the next three or four weeks in order to get to the 5k uh, which isn't unmanageable at all but I'm just trying not to think that far ahead in terms of how quickly I will get there or um, anything along those lines I'll just keep going and keep running and see where I get to um, I think then that is it so I will wrap things up there I've covered everything on my list um, I will, as always, endeavour to play more game, watch another movie or two, um, certainly continue watching Black Mirror and if not find something, not if not, but find something else to watch alongside it. Um, I would like to watch Ozark series 2, watch the first series, Cookie and I did, but um, I didn't feel like he was as keen to progress with series 2 as I am, so I'm wondering if I can watch it without him. Um, I'll have to check in on that see if that's possible um, so we'll try and watch something else uh, watch another movie or two continue with Joe Wicks continue running um, see what else I can fit into my time whilst, uh, whilst we're in this lockdown ok guys I'm going to say over and out and I'll see you again next time thank you bye There you go, what do you think of that? Another one done, and another week gone. YouTube watchers, make sure you're subscribing. You know, the subscribing's important. Uh, shows, you, shows you love for the podcast. 
Um, find a friend, get them to subscribe, get their friends to subscribe, and their friends to subscribe, and so on. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there, send us some love. Send us all kinds of love. Social media, email, send us all the love. So there we go, that's that one done. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.